Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. Uh, straight after the trade deadline, very busy trade deadline we had yesterday. Um, what did you think of it, Sam? It was manic, I think. It was. It broke records, didn't it? I think it broke yeah, records. I, think it, I saw a, a thing on Twitter of like a lot of different ways of measuring how busy it was and it was just topping all of them most most, most. teams most players uh, most win shares like most percentage win shares in the nba moved on trade line so yeah it was just chaos i is a strange one because there's so much goes into building up to the trade deadline that i think there's always going to be people claim they're underwhelmed by it because like not everyone got traded like yeah. terence ross didn't get traded as well and all of this stuff but actually a lot of Obviously, a lot of people moved, and there were big players moving. And the one that everyone was building up to get traded after the emotional final Raptors game didn't get traded, which is almost as big a storyline as anything that did happen. Yeah, it's. I don't think it was really expected to be that busy, was it? I mean, I didn't really see it. Coming. Um, it's no. I I don't think people would. I heard some people were saying it was going to be relatively quiet. Yeah. Uh, I think Brian Winhorse said that a few days before, but it's also what is relatively quiet. I mean, the a lot of it, I guess, came down to the Magic, really, because I think I yeah. saw someone from the Magic say that this they're the only team who actually got a first round pick yesterday. So really, like really? all the first round picks that moved went to them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they expect to quite um, blow it up as much as they did because it was. Basically, it was like Aaron Gordon's going to go to the Celtics. Was what we were hearing, like a day before, uh, pretty much. And a bit of Fournier, but it was like, yeah, Marcus yeah. Smart's going to be involved, and that always and then, felt like. And they're nonsense. not going to trade Vucevic. Yeah. Yeah, and the Vucevic one is really what. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, maybe we should go into one of these trades in more detail. Um, yeah, Aaron Gordon didn't go to the Celtics. And we said that he's gone to the Nuggets, which I also didn't hear, didn't hear anything until the trades really of like that the Nuggets were going to be doing a lot, and yet they've probably. I, I think they won. They won. I they think they the won. Best. They also got Javel McGee, which is not yeah. exactly thrilling, but I mean they. Jokic is. There aren't going to be many minutes where Jokic isn't on the floor in the yeah. playoffs. So they, they but it's going Hartenstein, didn't they? So it's sort of like. An, and two protected seconds, I think it yeah. was. Like it, they basically just took him, um, yeah. and like Hartenstein is not was not going to be a, playing for them in the playoffs probably, no, which meant they might go McGee, small. It'll be, yeah, it'll be Millsap would have been Millsap or Jermichael Green or whatever, and they may well have to face Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, yeah, um, even DeAndre, and like just having another guy that. I think JaVale McGee might actually be a seven-footer. Not the NBA yeah. commentator's version of a seven-footer. He might actually be seven-foot tall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, he is. Yeah. So like, I think just having someone who's large and has long arms who can block shots and dunk is all is all good. And the Aaron Gordon thing is just, like, ideal. It's just exactly what they needed. Yeah. Replacing Jeremy Grant. Um but I guess that he'll probably take Millsap's minutes a lot, don't you think? Yes, Apart I'd from expect maybe in, so. Maybe in um, like closing games, in big games, they'll 
get a Millsap for better defence instead of Michael Porter. Um, but it's sort of a replacing Jeremy Grant and a Paul Millsap upgrade. Uh, I guess it's like defence and just... Like and he's shooting and he's really shooting. well this year. Yeah. The thing with that, though, is that quite often you get players are shooting well for the year and then they move team and then you look at their numbers for the new team are sometimes different. Like, it's a, although, a different year. Although that's shooting well when he's having to have the ball in his hands and stuff. I mean, he's yeah. going to be getting a lot of open shots. Yeah. be a very different sort of role. Um, yeah, it's basically what they needed, really, wasn't it? Exactly what they needed. I th- I think that's the best, the best move, and they only had to give up. Well, is it only they lost Gary Harris, who while still effective, is not is not a massive difference maker. And injured. RJ now. Hampton is not going to help them win this year, or probably even next year. And they gave up a protected first round pick, um, and I think that's a hell of a price because I, I mean, it, basically, it makes life easier for Michael Porter Jr. defensively. Yeah, they can. They've got. They can hide him a bit better now because Gordon can just take the tougher assignment. And he's locked up for next year as well, isn't he? And he, they can throw him at Kawhi and LeBron in a series, and it's not insane. Whereas, like, what were they going to do? Or like, what they they can't put Millsap on LeBron. They can't put Michael Porter on LeBron. Um, and that's based. That's the thing I think, and he's obviously not that simplistic all the time but so often when you're looking at team building you've got to look at the players you're going to have to beat who are the all NBA players you've got to beat to win the championship and then the Nuggets' case they may well have to beat Kawhi and LeBron and they didn't have anyone to guard either of them and that that seems like a problem and they've addressed it so that's huge he's shooting the ball well and he's going to be think how many dunks he's going to get running off of cutting to the basket and stuff with Jokic in the post like I th- I think it's going to work really really well um, and I like I said I think the McGee yeah. one was nice adds a bit that more was... energy I think it's the big thing with uh, Gordon really so you yeah. put him in the lineup for Millsap who I guess Millsap maybe used to do that stuff of dunking and... but, he's, but he's old he's, he's like just old isn't he that. yeah I'm just, did they when they signed him they, did they extend him in this offseason I thought he was expiring yeah. The last one, and was that? Do you know how long that was? I think it's just this year. Okay, so they'll have cap space, maybe again. I'm not sure they will now because they've got Gordon's money okay. and Murray and Yogi. They might have a little bit of money to spend actually because they'll have Jermichael Green coming off the books, um, and that'll be interesting. But this is this is basically their window to bolster the team because soon you think yeah. they're going to have Jokic on a supermax probably. Who's now favorite. Murray. Basically, huh? the fact Jokic is now favourite for MVP is sort of, um, I mean, yeah, when you've got the MVP on your team, you need to be uh, just going for it. Then you, they can't. There's not, not really any time to um, think about the future anymore. I mean, Michael Porter's now obviously arrived. It's like actually playing and stuff. Like it's just open in the West as well, though, isn't it? Like yeah. I know, I think. I mean, it was probably the time to move on to Norm Powell, actually, which is another sign of this. But the Jazz, it turns out, are not the greatest team of all time. Like, they've started losing some games. Not as surprising. The Suns are really hot, but, like, they're not terrifying. LeBron and Anthony Davis are injured, 
And it's like, yeah, they're still the favourites if those two come back, but are they going to have to go through the playing? How healthy are they going to be when they come back? Anthony Davis is an Achilles problem. Like, that's really scary. And the Clippers are stuttering a bit. Like, if you're the Nuggets, yeah, you got the MVP and you just beat the Clippers in a series and you beat the Jazz in a series, admittedly, in very different circumstances. But, like, yeah, you should make a move to win now. And they did it and they got the player they needed. It's just like, it was a perfect move all round. Yeah. Um, it definitely pushes them up, doesn't it? And they'll probably be surging up the standings now with the Lakers falling. I mean, where, do you know where they are? Where are they at the moment, actually? I think they're fifth. I think. It's so close, though, in there at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah. expect them to get... I, mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised they get up, like, back up to two seed like last year again. I think, I think they'll be up around there. Yeah. And then Jokic definitely wins MVP if they finish in the top two or three. Yeah. And also, because they started badly, I mean, it's almost a even even better two seed if they manage to do that over, you know, basically surging at the end of the season rather than the other way around, like the Jazz will be doing, I think. So I, I feel like they are now in the West. I don't know, maybe, maybe they're the favourites at the moment for me, um, even though they're only fifth. I, I would have them. I think the Lakers are still favourites to win those eyes, or but I would have them behind the Lakers probably. Yeah, I, I think just the uncertainty with the injuries though is difficult. Yeah, yeah, it is. But they, their prognosis point. on both of them is pretty good. I think is that they'll be back yeah. soon with and with time to get ready for the playoffs. Um, should we move on? Because there's so many. Yes. So Norman Powell to the Blazers. What do you think? Uh, thumbs up. Good. I one. thought this was a weird one because they needed Aaron Gordon at least as much as Denver did. Yeah. And what they've done is they've got another shooter and scorer. And it's like, well, that doesn't feel like you look at that Portland roster and it's like, yeah, the, the problem is they don't have enough firepower. I guess. But it is, just, it is an upgrade, isn't it? They've upgraded the starting lineup. Uh, yeah, but Gary Trent, I really like Gary Trent Jr. Like, his shooting numbers have been amazing. And when McCollum was out, he was putting up pretty big numbers himself, and he fights hard defensively. Um, and the thing with that is paying him, I suppose, is that he's due to be paid as a restricted free agent in the offseason, and they maybe didn't fancy that, and maybe they'd rather Powell, pay Powell, which is understandable. Um, but it's a, I'm, I'm not sure how much better the Blazers are. Like, I don't know if I think they're more likely to go on a run. No, maybe not. But then also, yeah, like you say, with the thing we have to pay Powell, um, break Gary Trent, is that I guess there's just, at the moment anyway, he's just a better player. They've just got a better player back. Um, they may have had, ended up having to uh, pay Gary Trent like the same amount or similar. So I don't know. It's... It just feels a bit sideways to me. Like Norman Powell was an exciting player to get moved, but Portland was like be near the bottom of the teams I would have said he should go to. Yeah. It, in, I guess it helps their depth when they shorten the rotation and they can. But I, yeah, I, I, it didn't feel great to me 
partly because Gordon just made so much sense for them. I don't know if they just didn't have enough to get him. If Orlando didn't really want Gary Trent either, like they'd rather take Hampton and, and Gary Harris at a pick. Um, if maybe they didn't fancy that. But like putting Gordon there again would be like this switchable wing who can hit some shots and can take the ball off Lillard when he gets trapped and stuff like that. That seemed really ideal to me. Um, and I guess the problem is there aren't many alternatives. That's why Aaron Gordon was in demand. Is like That's quite a specific player and people don't give those players up because they're exactly what you need next to all NBA player. But I don't know, Norm Power, it, it, maybe it's a bit harsh, but it almost felt I'm making a move for the sake of it. It's like, I don't... Yeah. Are there, do you think their title chances are better with that? Um, I don't know. I guess marginally, because I think it's made the team better. But yeah, like I, yeah, I guess it's not it's not pushed them into that upper tier. Really, like I think the Nuggets getting Gordon has pushed them back up into that conversation. Like they can do what they did last year again, be, be in that position again. But Portland, it's sort of Portland. It, sort of impressive that they are where they are now anyway and it's like yeah they're they're just going to be on the edge to maybe get into like the probably go out in the first round um yeah and that that's what's a bit frustrating with it is i'm not saying they should have blown it up instead but it was kind of like what almost what was the point which is harsh because Powell is really good and he's one of like the hottest shoots in the league. But like you've got Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum and Nurkic has just come back. Like if the thing the defense their defense is not going to be a top twenty defense. It was it's already one of the worst in the league and they needed to address that and they haven't. So whereas the Nuggets here was the problem, the problem has now been solved. The Blazers have just like not looked at the problem. Have gone well. What if we get more shooting? Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I, I yeah. I guess I sort of see that. It's it's not the most efficient move in terms of addressing your biggest problem um, with the team. But yeah, I guess it's not really. It's also it's not a move that's really changed the landscape much. No. It's, no. It's, so so in this. In this, like the West being open, I guess that's that was them being sort of aggressive, but also I don't think they've actually pushed themselves into into the conversation particularly. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, should we move on to? Should we do? Sh- should we do the Lowry bit? The fact that it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I guess that's relevant to the the West. It's relevant to everyone, really. Because um, yeah, the Lakers were quite linked, heavily linked with him. Which supposedly was Taylor Horton Tucker, which they wouldn't give up. Which I I don't really get that. I think that's that's sort of silly. If that was at the breaking point. Yeah. But I guess what else were they going to give up? I suppose. But... Well, it would have to have been, I think, like Caldwell Pope, Schroeder, Taylor Alton Tucker, yeah. and something else. Yeah, that's the thing, I guess, is giving up Schroeder. I don't. 
I guess they would have had to anyway, because they'd need, well, there'd be no point really having Schroeder and Lowry. Um, it was the money though, really. They, I just yeah. don't think they can get there without his money. Yeah, but also, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Schroeder, is, like they've sort, of, they've got him on like a long deal, haven't they? And no, they haven't. He's a free. They need to extend okay. him. That's the thing. Okay. I see. This is where you see that I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean they probably will extend him, won't they? I mean, I thought that was sort of well, they they haven't yet. I mean, no. yeah, they will now. They've got to extend him. Yeah, so I guess I guess was they could have got Lowry and extended Lowry instead, but then I guess sort of my point is you'd rather extend Schroeder than Lowry. I mean, well, I don't. I don't think extensions in the next few years matter, though. You've got LeBron, and he's thirty-six. Bet, yeah. Like, I that trade would have made given them a better chance of winning the title in a few months. Um, yeah. but then that's also <laughs> on. That's also on how. Davis and come back. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's the under underlying thing here is they're not that confident in that and we they haven't let that on yet and that's yeah. why they didn't want to make the move but from what we know publicly is they're expecting both of them to have had time to get ramped up and go for the playoffs and in which case I think like Tenhorst Tucker is a good player yeah. he could be better than that but also like I, I don't know it, it feels like if you're not going to trade him then what is he like is he untouchable? I mean, then you're getting kind of ridiculous. He, he's not, he's not Zion, for God's sake. Like, you've got LeBron and Anthony Davis. You're the title favourites, but the Nets are coming after you, and they've got three All Stars. You can get a guy who's got championship experience, can play point guard, can defend on the perimeter, can shoot. Like, I, I think, yeah, I, I, it does make you wonder if there's something else going on because that's just a weird decision to me. Yeah, if if they were both fit and healthy now, then yeah, I'd say yeah, definitely you just go for it this year again because you don't know when is the point when LeBron is gonna. I maybe it's this injury become though. human. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they do just have to be every year while they've got LeBron, they have to be just trying to win the title as much as they can just everything has got to be about now but yeah with with the injuries I don't know maybe they're maybe that's sort of the back of their mind is maybe maybe it wasn't made the decision of what if we're not we're not going to be contending for title this year Um, Uh, but I think I think even if that is the case they can yeah. then they can extend Lowry, who doesn't really seem to be declining, and then they have Lowry for next year. Maybe that was it, because the Lowry extension was supposedly part of these negotiations. Maybe he didn't want to go to the Lakers. Who knows? Yeah. But like, I think, I think even um, if you are worried about the injuries, you do it in case you've also, got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Also, maybe what I don't know. They, I, I, I guess it doesn't really matter if they're allowed to or not. Of like discussing what Lowry would actually want. Um. For an extent, like as an extension, 
and maybe that. Oh, part you, of yeah, it. you you can do that. That's what they were doing, I think. Yeah. Or whether you can, they maybe, were doing it. I mean, I imagine maybe for a lot of teams, it's not just what the Raptors wanted, but maybe for an extension, he wanted too much. Well, or for some teams, it was going to be a rental. Apparently, that was yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, I I listened to a podcast earlier. I think it was the Hoop Collective, and they said two years and fifty. Um, which basically, yeah, I I just if you can get Lowry to go with LeBron and Anthony Davis, even if you're fifty fifty on this year, but you can get him for next year, like. What we t- I just don't know what you're talking about with Taylor and Horton Tucker. That's the problem. Is it's like, how how many playoff minutes would he play this season? My guess is probably not that many. You have no idea what he's going to be next season. He might become an all star. Probably not. He might become a decent six man. Who knows? But like, you you don't have time. You don't you don't have time to like mess it up. This obviously oh we should have got Lowry. We should have got Lowry. Like that doesn't. You you might not be able to go again, like you said. Like <laughs> this might be it. Yeah, and you've got no future anyway. That's the other side of this. Is if LeBron and Anthony Davis just well, they're they're now signed up, so they're not just going to leave randomly. But they don't have their picks forever, so like the future is is going to be terrible at some point, probably until just another star arrives, I suppose, for the Lakers. But like. Thinking about the future, and Taylor Horton Tucker is not going to be that next like homegrown star. Do they do they think he's going to be an all star in like the next three years or something? And he's going to be the third guy as LeBron gets to his fortieth birthday. Don't know. It just it it just feels like teams teams just get too giddy on their young players. Um, and that, although there was there seems to just be a lot of that going on in in the Lowry negotiations, like Miami. Miami not giving up Hero feels way more reasonable to me. Like he was starting in the NBA Finals a few months ago. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's carried on being a very important player for them. Um, obviously, while Butler's out. Um, and yeah, and with the Sixers, it's, they didn't want to give up Tybal, seemed like the thing. Well, the. Th- <laughs> The report I saw, and again, I can't remember exactly where it was. There's so much stuff, but it went around quite a lot. Was they were asking Maxi Tybal and two firsts, and to and me, Dan, were they getting Danny Green as well? Yeah, you need yeah. Danny Green, and I think Mike Scott for the salary too. And that's where, to me, you're going like, well, Danny Green is a starter. Tybal is, I mean, I think Tybal will be really important in the playoffs if they face the Nets. Yeah. Just because of how special he is defensively, Maxi has only just been selected in the first round and two more firsts. While I was just saying about overvaluing Talon Horton Tucker, I think the aggregate of what the Sixers would have to give up was just too much, and their their win now situation is not the same. Joel Embiid is not thirty six. I know we everyone wants to make out that like, oh well, his career might be over tomorrow because of injuries. Well, I, yeah, but I mean, that's not actually true, really. Yeah, but before he got injured, he was having his best season of his career. Like he's only really coming into his peak. Yeah, that's how it appears, at least. And I think for them, they clearly are absolutely crazy about Tybal, and I get why because like. He, he's just one of these guys that if he can start hitting spot-up threes at like 36%, he's going to be a ridiculous role player to have because <laughs> defensively he's a nightmare. 
But Tybal, Maxi, Green, and two firsts, that is a lot. That is a hell of a lot to give up. Yeah. They would basically be completely all in then because they owe other firsts. And to me, doing that for 35-year-old Lowry when Embiid is 27 and Ben Simmons is... Yeah. How old? Ben Simmons is 24 or something. Like, I get why they didn't do that. And actually, I think George Hill is a pretty nice pickup yeah. for them coming off the bench. And they just had they had to give up. Um, they give up Bradley. Was it Bradley? His name, the backup center. Tony Bradley, yeah, who's been starting while the bid's been out. Yeah. Um, and did they give up someone else? Uh, yeah, Terence Ferguson went in the trade, and Vincent Poirier went in the trade. Like just guys who aren't playing. Yeah. Um, and they and they gave up some second round picks, but they basically got him for for not very much. Um, and yeah, obviously, it's nowhere near the impact of Lowry. But it's also it's like they wanted a if they they wanted a veteran point guard who can do a bit of everything, and that's exactly what George Hill can do. Just not just not quite as good. I mean, he's a solid defender, isn't he? Yeah, and he, he led the league in three-point percentage um, last season, playing with Yanis, and he's going to be playing with Ben Simmons. Similar sort of thing. Like, I I, I think the Sixers did okay. They, Maury was getting criticised again for um, for not, not pulling the trigger to get the All-Star. Um, but I, I think there has got to be a point when your, your superstar is 27 where you do have to look at, at tomorrow and think, yeah, not having any first-round picks or the players we just drafted in the first round <laughs> were like, who's going to be on our bench? Well, what are we going to do? <laughs> You're going to end up with just like no one around the star players eventually. Um, yeah, what what did you make of the, the Lowry stuff? Like, do you think they were just uh, asking too much and no one should have paid it? I think it's probably a combination of them asking too much and um, maybe Lowry asking too much. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll end up signing and trading him. But then you... and Maybe, I guess, after all these teams that were that were like, yeah, we, we don't need him for that much. After some of those teams... Uh, falter in the playoffs maybe they'll change their mind I guess yeah yeah we could see some something along those lines um, I wouldn't be surprised if we re-signed in Toronto now I think that's also the part of it is I've seen seen some of the, the Twitter discourse breaking down into yeah. oh the, the Raptors had no leverage and it's like well I mean they could still make the playoffs yeah. and they're not they weren't desperate to trade him I guess yeah there's also the thing of yeah with him being like you know a raptor forever like their best ever player that everyone keeps saying um it wouldn't go down that well if they didn't get a big haul for him even if like his value to the rest of the nba isn't that high to the raptors his value is even if it's part of it is uh like sentimental it's or, or with yeah. like with the how it would go down with the fans it's like they're not going to give him away for a bag of chips. 
And it sounds like they, I mean, they open those roster spots as well. It sounds like they thought one of the, one of the Lakers or Heat would buckle at the end. Um, I, I think the Lakers probably should have buckled, but even then, yeah, they, they would they would have depleted their their depth massively by giving up Caldwell Pope and Schroeder. Like you, you would then be, they would then be very reliant on the buyout market for more players and stuff. So, I think is when you've got a big salary like that, it's just hard, um, unless you've got Otto Porter's salary like the Bulls did to get Vucevic. Unless you have one of those expirings that's like whatever Porter's was, like 28 million. Just putting the money together if you're a contender and then giving up other assets, because often the the money you're using to aggregate it like that, the Raptors don't really care about getting Schroeder and Caldwell Pope. But for the Lakers, that matters. That's their starting point guard and small forward or whoever else they're playing around them. Like, yeah. So you give that up. And the same with Green is I'm sure the Raptors would love to see Danny Green again, but like he's expiring they don't it's a shrug for them but the Sixers have then made another hole with the trade yeah and you're looking at it just gets too much it's, it's like, like well you give yeah on both sides it's like each of the when each of the players in the trade has different value to each side it's just not going to work yeah it just so, gets too hard yeah whatever players because then they'll have to give up players for the money like you say whatever players contending teams are giving up uh are going to be of value to them and yet the Raptors if they're rebuilding don't need veterans on big contracts and because teams like Chicago who aren't contending have someone like Otto Porter they can make the trade but if you're contending you usually can't just have a guy who's like your eighth man on 30 million a year that like blocks you from being a good team most of the time (laughs) yeah um yeah yeah about that, yeah, the Vucevic trade anyway was like probably the well, one of the other biggest stories. I mean, there was a lot of big stories. Um, and yeah, that was like unexpected, wasn't it? They just like, came out of nowhere. Was that like the early, what, early on as well? Yeah, that I that think. really the reporting was basically he's he's not going to get moved, and then there was a lot of they want a Drew Holiday package, which they didn't quite get. Uh, but they got Wendell Carter, yeah. um, who I, I quite like him. I, I'm optimistic about him, but he just got benched by the Bulls, so it didn't seem like it was going well there. Like that, that's not a good sign. Um, and they got two for, two protected, although lightly protected, first round picks, and like I said, Otto Porter's salary, um, which is expiring. He's an interesting buyout guy, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the next few weeks. Because yeah. I mean, but time, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, the Wendell Carter having him and Mo Bamba is a bit of a weird one. But like, yeah, they don't well, seem that he's... enamored with Mo Bamba. Uh, do they not anymore? No, well, he's just been struggling to get minutes. And you yeah, would have thought trading Vucevic opened up the minutes, but then they just closed them off. Unless they're going to play them together. I mean, they like, couldn't. Mean... Isn't Wendell Wendell Carter can shoot a bit? Can he? Yeah, but I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's, it's a bit 90s. And then they've got Jonathan Isaac coming back next year, who's basically a power forward. Just, yeah, there's a there's a lot of positional overlap there. But no, it's exciting. A team, a team gets an all-star. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and to be honest, when they got it, I thought, 
I mean, look at the defensive stats earlier, like defensive rating and stuff. I thought they were worse defense than they are because they're like average. Kind of like yeah. right in the middle of the pack defensively. It's um, not going to get better isn't now, gonna, though. It's not going to help it, no. But that's what I was thinking is that oh, they're, they're, I thought they were a bad defensive team. Worse than that, maybe. And they're, you know, this is not going to help that at all. But the fact that average, and it's obviously they now have to extend Zach Levine. And he's going to have a lot of leverage there. I mean, as as well, given the season he's had. I mean, this the the seasons that Levine had is basically the reason why they're in a position where they could do this. Um, but then also they are aren't they bottom of the playing spots at the moment? Oh, sorry, no. Yeah, I mean that's my thing. I like Vucevic, but I mean, how good are they going to be with these two as their best two players? I guess this is where we get to see how good Vucevic actually is because there's a lot of I feel like there's been debate about that of like you know what level he is um, if, is he is he like a definite like perennial all-star level player or is he just one of these guys that's around the edge like he sort of has been in voting and it's just that he's been on a bad team uh, and I, I guess it still is sort of a bad team but the, I mean they're not they're not the best team either balls but Zach Levine with how he's been playing this year combined with him maybe that's like I don't know maybe they'll get even more out of him I think that yeah they're relying on Patrick Williams like developing into a really good defensive player and I assume this means they're planning to sign and trade Markadon in the offseason yeah because I, I don't know you can't play Markadon Levine and Vucevic can like major minutes together you're just not going to ever stop anyone scoring um they they score a lot of points i think it's like levine two-man game with vucevic is gonna be fun i just i don't know i don't know what the defensive rating is going to be for the rest of the season that's my concern with them yeah although i mean who's so whose minutes is he taking though if wendell carter was benched already uh, well, I get Carter's a lot of Carter's minutes. And Markinen's. Maybe some Markinen's. Um, and yeah, Thaddeus, Thad Young has been playing centre. Sorry. Um, and I guess they might play them together to get Young's defence in there a bit. Um, but he's been playing as like a small ball five, so. I'm not sure how they go. It'll be interesting to see how they line this up. It's still they're lacking wings. Still, that's the thing. They're still a bit short on wings. But that's that's where the off season is going to be big for them. And this is clearly just a push to get back to the playoffs this yeah. year. Because that will ask a lot better chance of signing people in free agency. But it's not that straightforward in the East. I, the East gets talked down a lot, and I think that the Middle East teams are worse than the Middle West teams, probably. But there's still a lot of East teams that are like okay to good behind the top yeah. few teams. It's not going to be straight. Like getting a top six seed is not straightforward. But no, I, th I mean, I, I would be surprised if they manage that. Them to do that, no. Um, and you're actually talking about that, the the sort of middle-ish East teams. Maybe we should move on to the uh, the Heat and. And the oh, Celtics, I suppose. Oh, yeah, the Celtics did a little bit 
um, but the heat acquiring Victor Oladipo quite big news and that they just seem to be able to just do it for nothing they just yeah. saw would we'll just have Victor Oladipo just take him if we can't have Carlisle we just take him for for not very much um, um it's not as exciting, a bit like Blake Griffin to the Nets. It's not quite as exciting as the NBA accounts like to make out, as in like NBA fan accounts and such. I think. Yeah. You know, like all of the photoshops of Bam Butler and, and Oladipo are not are not yeah. as incredible as it I mean, seems because yeah, Oladipo he's isn't. Been, he's not been at that level for a bit, but um, when he was at Indiana. Uh, I mean, it makes them better. It makes yeah. them better because they didn't and, give anything up for him. And, and I think there's still, yeah, there's the it's for the upside, isn't it? As well, it's like if you can get anywhere near that level again, then yeah, they are a lot better. Didn't they? Didn't they um, trade for some other people? The Heat. They got Bielitsa as well to oh, basically yeah. replace Olynyk. Um, I mean, Bielitz has struggled a bit this year shooting, but I mean, he's been in and out of the team with the Kings. I think the three years before he'd shot over 40% from three. Yeah. It's yeah, just I like another stretch big. He's like a good, he's a good three-point shooter. Um, I don't know, maybe he'll get, maybe he'll get back to that when he's playing on a better team, uh, as it always seems to be like, well, the argument that people make. Um, yeah, I've, I think they've had a good, they obviously had a very good trade deadline they've not had to, they didn't end up giving up any of their like key guys really at all and well they got victor oladipo basically for nothing their ceiling their ceiling's got higher definitely um i mean the the prospect defensively as well of being able to sorry i didn't catch that i think we had a bit of um Technical difficulties. I think defensively, if they have Oladipo, Butler, Adebayo, and then they can put Ariza, Iguodala, whoever they want with them, that's yeah. a pretty exciting combination. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they, yeah, they could, um, yeah, they could surprise some people. I think in the East, I think they are, they are set up to be a playoff team. And it, I mean, even before, like this current sort of heat era where they've had Butler, they—I know they were—they were just like a good, like basically in between when they had like stars. They were still a good playoff team when they snuck into the playoffs. You know, they're just the grit and stuff, and they—they've always been a good like defensive team. Obviously, the heat culture and stuff. Um, I don't know, they, they are like uh, like they did last year really they are definitely uh, a dark horse yeah I, th I think they're in the mix I, they're still fourth and they might have been fourth anyway um, but their chance of getting to the finals is probably better with Oladipo um, it's, yeah. it's just one you've got to see what he looks like and over a prolonged period because that's the thing is he's had good games yeah. since he's come back from this injury but he's not had like good months yeah I guess he's also been playing for the Rockets hasn't he um, 
who have been who are barely even a basketball bad. team yeah, anymore. So it's, yeah, it's probably hard to judge in that way. A bit when they're you know when they're on their twenty game losing streak, and you know you're not really you're probably not going to be sticking around that much. It's probably quite difficult. Yep. Um, we've not got that long left. Yeah. At all. Um, so should we just touch on the Celtics, the moves they made? Um, Another one who Gordon could have made. done with Gordon. Yeah, and that was the the big expectation was they were going to be getting Aaron Gordon. Um, Fournier is fine. Fournier is a nice pickup. He gives them some more depth on the wing. Um, but then they traded away Tice because he's expiring, which was a bit like I think they were trying to save tax. They don't want to pay the tax by the sounds yeah. of it. I mean, who do they even have a centre now? Tristan Thompson, and I guess Williams is going to get a lot of minutes. Robert Williams will play a lot of minutes. Um, sorry? It's not a bad thing. Robert Williams has been playing really well, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, it feels weird to kind of just give away was basically been your starting centre for a couple of seasons. It, yeah, it just when you're actually uh, yeah, we seem to be having quite a lot of technical problems here now. So sorry for every, for that, um, everyone. But maybe we should wrap up. Yeah, anyway, it's breaking up. Yeah, at the end, um, and I think we've covered most of the the big moves. I mean, there were a lot of other smaller moves as well. Um. The Mavericks got Reddick and Melly, which was a nice way to get a bit more shooting on the roster. Yeah. But there's yeah, there's been a lot of articles on the website anyway. Um you can you can browse. Yeah, there's been very busy. Uh if you want to find out more about the trade deadline moves. Um other than that, have you got you got anything more you want to say, Sam, before we leave? Uh no. No, I don't think so. Okay, so I guess we'll do. We might do another one for the buyout market because we yes. don't really have any time to talk about it here. Um, so yeah, look out for that in the coming week or so, probably. Yeah. Um, goodbye. Bye.